Hello, everybody. You are listening to Solar FM. My name is Sakina, and I'm joined here by my little brother. Dude, come on. Don't do me like that. <laughs> what am I supposed to say, man? You're my little brother. I'm, I'm like, I'm 21 now, almost 22. You can call me your brother. Yeah, okay. All right. That's fine. I guess. Your I friend. My friend? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess so. Your but... best friend. Okay. Kishan, <laughs> that's very funny. That's a funny thing. I never thought about that before. Because I will always call somebody by, how to say, my relation to that person, right? So even though I have cousins who I would consider my friends, I would say, this is my cousin. You know, no, this is my friend. Yeah. For example, I when, I, when I was living with my friends, I would say, this is my flatmate, not this is my friend. Maybe I should well, start calling to be honest with friends. me, it depends with the context I'm introducing them in, mm-hmm. right? If it's a flat party and like I plus one them, I'll be like, yeah, this is my flatmate. But like if I'm talking to like, I don't know, somebody else, I'll be like, oh, yeah. So me and my fr- actually I'll say flatmates still. Right. Yeah, me too. It's so strange. But like I think it's different with flatmates because that's like contextually your friend already. So it's just like a step up in a friendship, you know. Fair enough. Except for when you're living with people who you don't know which I have done a few times. I've never and done most that. Of the time, I've been, I've been blessed with like having lots of friends. So I just always have <laughs> friends. I'm quite a sociable person, I guess. <laughs> this dude, oh my God. Yeah, and then when you move to a new city and you don't know anyone, what are you going to do? No, <laughs> like that's who? the thing with like me. I have friends all around the world, like six continents, Oh, yeah? I literally know everyone in like every city. I know someone in every city. So like, if okay, I can move somewhere, absurd. That is insane. Okay, do I, you know shoot, someone? Shoot, shoot a random city. I'll tell you a friend I have there. Okay, cool. Let me think. What is the most randomest city? Okay, let's go Kathmandu. Within reason, man. Come on. What is Kathmandu? I'm not gonna go live in Kathmandu. <laughs> okay, let's say. Let me think. What is the city that you might live in? Berlin. You know someone in Ber- Berlin? Oh, of course, dude. Literally, one of my like best mates from um, first year of university, Elias. Hope you're listening. He's actually <laughs> a really cool guy. He's like a director and stuff. His stuff is really, really cool, actually. Like the film. So are you like, just like name dropping your friend, Elias? Yeah. Too? You know, I think, I think he's got a credit in um, Avengers, you know, the one that was shot in Edinburgh. Oh, what? That's yeah. kind of cool. Yeah. Right. Okay. Nice. All another right. So, or... yeah. Um, what's another city that you might live in? Bangkok. Dude, come on. That's too close to home. Too many people. Yeah, you're right. All right. Forget Bangkok. Um, what's a place a bit far away? Let's go Washington, D.C. Oh, dude, that's too easy again. Um, so, we've got Brett, who is one of my best mates in uni, Brett Colburn. He's actually <laughs> been listening to the podcast. So, um, well, he lives in Maryland. This one's for you, Brad. He lives in Maryland, but like, yeah. Really yeah, cool. Yeah, so not Washington, D.C. All right, Washington, D.C. I've got another friend there. and um, Okay, got... last one. Let me think real quick. Um, let's go Mumbai, India. Oh, uh, dude, your friend, Devyani. Yeah, that's my friend. <laughs> yeah, but like, you, you already said like, oh, she's like, hit me up with like, if you ever want to work here, let me know. And I was like, oh, can you extend that to me? 
All right, fair enough. Okay, so Debiani. I mean, I've known her since I was like three years old. That is also I'm true. I'm sure if I was ever in Mumbai, like she would take me under her wing a little bit. Oh, of course. Obviously, you would be staying with her. So Debiani, I hope you're listening. Kishan's gonna stay with you and also find him a job. We're very lucky people, uh, me and Kishan. We're very lucky because we have family and friends all over the world. Our mother's side are everywhere. Um, I guess most of y'all know our background. We never kind of discussed this before. But our mom is mean, a Malaysian like, Punjabi. Like, should we say it? Okay, yeah, you're doing yeah. it. So, so my mom is Malaysian Punjabi, and Punjab is obviously North India. Indians are everywhere, all over this world. I have, I think, family in every continent from my mom's side. No, that's not true. No one's in South America, but every other continent. Oh, yeah. no, no one's... Oh, yeah, literally every continent. I was going to say no one's in Africa. Except but... for South America. Yeah, except for South America. Um, and then on my dad's side, we've got South America covered, so... Well, not South America, the Caribbean. Dude, like, Venezuela and Aruba are literally a 20-minute boat ride. Come on. That is also fair enough. So, so yeah, it's, it's beautiful. Like, whenever we go on holiday, we don't need to go in any hotel because we can just stay with a, a whole variety of family and friends. So, and also, like, we went to an international school, so our friends are, like, all around the globe now as well. So I can literally yeah. pull up snap maps, and, like, I'll have a friend on every continent. Except pull, for up, pull up what? Snap map? What is that? Oh, dude, you're old. Oh, my Snapchat. God. Oh, snap- oh, dude, I Snapchatted back in the day when I was, I don't know, when I Yeah, was so they added this feature, like, four years ago, by the way, <laughs> where... Like, there's a map, and then you see, like, where all your friends are on the map um, mm-hmm. for, yeah, and then you can just see, like, yeah, that's pretty cool. Kind of stalkerish. Nice. I don't normally use it. Yeah, wait, what? You, so you can see where people are? Like, that's kind of terrible. Yeah. How specific yeah. is it? Like, to the dot. Like, you see the actual <gasps> live location. If, you, like, wait, from the last what? time they logged into Snapchat. That's terrible. Like, that's I mean, you can switch it off, which is privacy. what I've done. Yeah, of course. I mean, Jesus Christ. No, I hate that. I absolutely hate yeah, that. It's, it's I don't people weird. know where I'd be. Secret. That is top secret. Should we get into these songs then? Let's get into the music. Do you want to go first? Or... No, I think you should go first this week. All right, then I will. So I am going to play a song from... Okay, so so this song, right? The original comes from Sam Cooke and it was covered by Otis Redding a year later. So the song is called A Change Is Gonna Come. I'm sure this is very familiar to, to many of you, or I hope it is. This is such a beautiful song. It is really, really one of my absolute all-time favorite songs. When you listen to this, it just evokes such strong emotions, man. It is such a, what are you laughing? <laughs> Because the way you're talking about the song, it's like you listen to it all the time, but I've never heard it. So I guess you can't listen to it that much. It, I saw you like what, like for like a month and a half, like in the yeah, past like, one year. Okay. When, when did you start listening to the song? When did you find it? Ah, oh, that's a really good question. Um, I don't know, man, maybe when I'm like 15 or something. Exactly. So we still live together. Car carpool to school every day. Never heard it on the Bluetooth. Never. I just said Bluetooth instead of aux. Wow, the generations <laughs> have changed. Um, yeah, never heard yeah, it on the dude. aux. 
I mean, back I've in never the day, like heard you play it. Like I've seen you for at least a year since then as well. Yeah, that's fair enough. What can I say, man? It's a it's a song that I listen to perhaps in solitude. Actually, that definitely not because I've definitely played this intentionally for many people okay. in many. Well, interesting. Places. Can't wait to hear it. Maybe I have heard it and just didn't know. The oh, name. dude, it's it's a very very popular song. I'm sure you have. So so yeah, as I said, I'm going to be playing the Otis Redding version of the song. Have a listen. We'll chat about it afterwards. And you want to say the song title again? A change is gonna come. A change is gonna come. Oh. 
What'd you think? I thought that was great. It was like, I've never heard it before, but I loved it. It was like, I don't know. I could just see myself listening to that, like, on repeat. Yeah. I was like, I don't know. I'm cleaning my room, washing the dishes, just walking somewhere, yeah, or just, like, beautiful. chilling, you know, just contemplating life. And yeah. It's uh, watching the, the day reason, go by. The reason why I like this song so much, and, okay, so, so like I said before, there's um, the Sam Cooke is the original version and then this is the Otis Redding one. Of course there are like thousands, like numerous, numerous versions of the song. It is a very, very um, heavily covered song. But my favorite version of it is the Otis Redding one because I feel like it is so, when I listen to that, I just feel, you can feel his feelings. You know what I mean? Like you can yeah. feel those emotions. The Sam Cooke one, actually, like the first version I ever heard was the Sam Cooke one. And I always thought that was the best one. And I remember my friend Will was saying, no, 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 the Otis Redding one is better. And I was like, how can you say that? The Sam Cooke one is so beautiful. But now I've, I've flipped. I prefer the Sam Cooke one. So the-, the Sorry, the sorry, Otis, Otis Redding one. Yeah. So, so the Sam Cooke one is so, it's amazing also. It's much more sad, I think. It is like a much- Yeah, no, but that's why I like this one. It didn't feel sad. It was like, I mean, a bit slower and like you could you could see the sadness in it, but I chose to see it from more of like a happy, beautiful light. I thought it was it's, just super cathartic the way he sang it. Yeah, and it's a very like, I mean, it, it has a positive light to it, isn't it? Like it's, um, yeah. but let me tell you a bit about the story behind it. So back in the day in 1963, I believe it was, Sam Cooke, so this is a Sam Cooke song, right? So Sam Cooke and his um, family, were were going to stay in a hotel and they made a reservation beforehand uh, to stay at the Holiday Inn. And then when they actually got there, they said, oh, sorry, there's no reservations. And, you know, then obviously he was like, what's going on? Like, you know, we called before to make a booking and everything. How come now you will not let us stay? So they, they made a bit of a fuss. They wanted to speak to the manager. They were like, you know, what, what's going on? But in the end, they were like, all right, whatever, let's just leave. So, so they left, they went down to another hotel. And then when they got to the other hotel, there were police actually waiting for them and they got arrested. So this song is kind of his feelings of anger or, or frustration at the kind of um, situation in, in the U.S. At Racial time. injustice. Yeah, of course. So, so this song, you know, kind of then became seen as like a civil rights song like it's a it's very very much heavily associated with this yeah. kind of um with the movement civil rights movement yeah exactly and i think it's so uh it's so beautiful I, I just i really like it i actually considered i don't like the idea necessarily of getting text textual tattoos like getting tattoos of words 
but I really did consider to get this. A change is so what we, a change is going to come. That's what we're going to get out to. You. That's what I would have gotten if I was to do it. I would get that for the listeners. As my sister was saying that, I actually just put my fist up in solidarity. But moving on, I was massively into text tattoos when I was younger. And I was thinking really? back the other day. I told you this. I was thinking back the other day about like how cringe it was. And I'm so happy I didn't get one. This is when I, I was like 12. What would like, you have gotten? I had like three different things I wanted to get. Mm-hmm. It's all super cringe. I'm like, I literally can't imagine myself like even saying this, or like putting it anywhere. Oh my God, dude. Let so, tell me, I'm dying to know. Um, so the first one was C'est la vie. Oh my, are you kidding? Jesus. I, I told so you this appreciate. and you roasted me before. Yeah, exactly. And I didn't get it at the time, but I guess I was 12 and like super Yeah. Cringe. Um, yeah, so C'est la vie because our grandmother used to say it quite a bit. Um, that is true. The second one was, um, what was it? Oh my God, it was Carpe Diem. Dude, what is up with you in these super cliche non-English things? Dude, I was 12 and I thought it was cool. It obviously I, isn't. I must say, I'm impressed that you knew as a 12, 12-year-old what Carpe Diem was. So. Dude, I'm cultured. What can I say? <laughs> and then the last one was Veni Vidi Vici. And this is when I was like massively motivated to become a football player. And I was like, you know, what? I'm going to oh get this tatted across my like chest. Dude, and that's when I terrible. score a goal in front of all the fans, gonna lift up my shirt. Oh my god! That's so unaccounted. That is so bad. But, I, I, yeah. to be honest, when you started off talking about this, I thought you were gonna say like football is life tattooed. On, oh like, god, no! I think these are actually worse, to be honest. Those are worse. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about that. Equally bad as as the other. But uh, yeah, right no, going then, back so... to what you were saying about like the song being a uh, song with the movement, I like I'm, I'm so down with that. Like I completely see that it's beautiful and like the instrumentals in that song are so beautiful. It's this they real really are, yeah. full orchestra, man. Like it's it's this it's a really full song in the in the voice in the instruments and of course in the in the meaning so definitely one of my all 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 time favorite songs 100 percent um speaking of getting something like this tattooed i still currently would quite like to get a panther tattooed a black panther just well a panther yeah black panther i guess like so so i just think it's so meaningful me and kishan have been talking since like i don't even know how long about getting matching tattoos. <laughs> and actually, uh, the reason that I'm laughing is because, um, you know, a couple, like, no, how long was this ago? Maybe like six months ago or something, I told my brother, oh, I wanna get another tattoo. And he sent me a picture of something that he wanted to get. And I was like, cool, I'm gonna get that. <laughs> I just wanna call it. And it's this, um, it's a fish that we saw in a cafe uh, in KL like years and years ago. Um, in this cafe is like... closed down now sadly oh yeah man i forgot about that that was, that was a shame so another thing that we spoke about getting was a black panther and i i think that that would be so cool for me i really it's want mainly... to I... yeah go ahead for me it's uh, mainly for the the connection to the black panther party yeah 100 percent for me and that's the thing i'm worried about because like if i get a black panther tattoo i went to iskl international school of kuala lumpur Oh my but gosh. my sister never did, and the mascot was a panther. 
So I'm just scared. Like oh, no, all my I friends are gonna be like, that. "Oh my god, dude, you love ISKL. You're stuck in high school so much. You got a tattoo of a panther." And I'm like, "Well, that's kind of hilarious." Did you just tell them, "No, man, it's the Black Panther party." Yeah, no, exactly. So like, I don't know. So I've kind of been thinking recently of just getting like a fist, like a Black Panther fist. You know, like the one that mm-hmm. I have on my Afro pick. Mhm, mhm. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. Um, yeah, you could do that. Why not? All right, you want to play your song? Okay, yeah. So um, I had a change-up, actually, as we were recording. I was going to play a certain song that I'm going to say for another week, I guess. And after listening to your song, I've decided to go with Evo Taylor, Love and Death. All right. <gasps> love and Death. I love that song. Very do you nice. know it? Yeah, man. How do you know I it? I love Evo Taylor. I, I don't know. I just know it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I must have showed it to you. I love the song as well. Like It's my favorite Evo Taylor song by far. Um, I just think it's, again, a beautiful song. It's really fun to listen to. It's pretty upbeat again. And the instruments, they're just so Western African. West African? Yeah, West African. And just, yeah, Evo Taylor is amazing. And I can't Where's wait Evo for you guys from? to listen. He's Ghanaian. Cool. Very cool. Dude, you know he was born in 1936 or something? what yeah i didn't i didn't realize that he was i mean but i guess it makes sense i guess he would have been when around was, in the in the 70s oh my god i was right on point 1936 cool but yeah when i was looking it up i saw 1936 and i was like yo that's that's old man <laughs> and actually so love is and he death, still alive yeah he is cool. he's what 85 now wow good man um or, so yeah. love and death was actually a song that he recorded back in the 70s after he got divorced from his first wife but um he released a newer version of it of love and death is there it was his first international release as an album in 2010 so i was looking at that and i was like yo this guy would have been like 70 75 or something when he released it wow and it's like i can just imagine him wait playing this what play. yeah he re-recorded it when he was in oh. the 70s he recorded a newer version of it. Wow, that's so impressive. Yeah, I know. So let's get into the song. All right, let's go.
So what did you think? Uh, no, I love that song. It's, it's a lovely song. And uh, it's, it's very upbeat, but at the same time, it's a little bit sad in terms of... Uh, yeah, that's the thing. Like, so I was doing a bit of research on the song. And so, you know, mm-hmm. he says, love and death. And then something mm-hmm. about the kiss of death. Mm-hmm. So he's actually talking about the wedding kiss that him and his first bride shared. And he could see tears rolling the, he's down calling that the kiss of It was the kiss of death, yeah. Which is a really powerful That's thing. so like, sad. After they got, yeah. And he recorded the original after they got divorced, so. Man, there you go. But at the same time, if you don't listen to the words, if you're just listening to the, the music, you could uh, have a dance. Exactly. And I do have a very embarrassing story about how I was listening to this on the way home from a night out, walking through Mm -hmm. the Meadows, which is a massive park in um, Edinburgh. Mm -hmm. And the song came on on shuffle. And I just, I was just feeling good. So I just started like dancing (laughs) across. It was really, it was really funny, actually. That's awesome. I love that. I really love that when you see people just in public yeah just, just like doing okay, their own thing fair, i absolutely was like love it. 3 a.m and it was dark so nobody could really see me but i was just vibing to the music you know just feeling it yeah man you got it i i find myself uh sometimes when i'm just like kind of walking around or like in public transportation or something just yeah like moving along and then i kind of like, yeah. catch myself and i'm like oh my god people must i must look so strange like yeah no but i love that they're looking like strange to other people because they don't get it man like i've just got superior music taste and like <laughs> the things i listen to man you've just got to move to appreciate it oh you can't god. stand still no more that is flipping hilarious because i actually i would say something very similar so there you go but yeah, an amazing song. Like the instrumentals are so upbeat. And then like the word, it's, it kind of it kind of gives me like a feeling of melancholy almost. And yeah, I think that's absolutely. where he was that's coming from word. when he was singing it. Because like, it's obviously very upbeat and it's just like about the death of love, really. But like the way he sings it, it's so upbeat and like uplifting. But then if you listen to the lyrics, mm-hmm. like start to think, oh, yeah. wow, like it brings on a whole other beauty to it. I would actually recommend if anyone uh, who is listening has not listened to more of Ibo Taylor, please do check him out. He has some really, yeah, really nice stuff. 100%. So he was actually um, Ghanaian and mm. he was famous in like the 60s, 70s and he was influential to West African music. So like Orchestra Baobab that we brought up last week got... Mm-hmm. Um, influenced by him and all like cool. he was good friends with fella Kuti as well cool and i'm sure we're gonna there be talking about it. fella Kuti in an episode soon so if we ever play fella Kuti an episode it's gonna be a 45 minute episode <laughs> songs are so long. <laughs> yeah but he's he's brilliant as well definitely give them a listen all right Kishan, any final thoughts this week? um once again it's been fun enjoyed this even though it's going to be like what a 20 30 minute episode we've been talking for almost an hour and a half because of technical difficulties and stuff oh my god have we actually jesus christ so so yeah the internet uh, around these parts is not great i think this call has dropped at least four times yep so now i am hot spotting myself from oh wow my phone dedication i love that dedication to the podcast to the music that's what it's all about so 
so yeah, this was nice. And it's good to see Kishan again after the last time that I saw him was literally when we made that episode last time. Yeah, I don't think I've talked to you since then. Well, it's a nice yeah. weekly checkup. I don't have to like message you throughout the week and be like, oh yeah. Like, I just find it such a pain to reply to messages. <laughs> if Next I time I message you, you'll be like, ah, never mind. You. But you'll oh, be honest, we can I don't talk about it on the pod. There you go. Much easier. So everyone but, who chimed in, thank you so much for giving us some of your time. If you have any requests, you can give them to us, but we will not listen anyway, so never mind. No, nah, I probably and will. Put them in the comments. Put them in the comments. Kishan might listen to them. Sakina definitely would. We read through all of them, and I highlight the good ones that Sakina will like and send them to her. <laughs> Actually, and... that's true. I must say, just a quick uh, side note. It was incredibly pleasant. All of the... When you, you know messaged us told us how you how you felt how you liked it what you didn't like I that was wonderful it was really cool to see how many people actually listened I must say like I was really blown away I did not expect that yeah I was at a family dinner the other day for someone's birthday and they actually brought up the podcast on several occasions and they gave me a couple family. recommendations on what to play and everything cool man that's really nice I like that very much but um, for future reference, instead of privately messaging one of us what you thought, why don't you just drop it in the comment section? Comment on our SoundCloud. Let's keep that. Drop shit it a drop public. it a follow. Drop it a yeah. follow and um, share it on your socials. I want to see you guys blast that everywhere. <laughs> MySpace, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. I don't know what your thing is, but put it everywhere. Everywhere, man. I'm and, talking. Um, WhatsApp status. I'm talking Facebook status. I'm talking. Did you say WhatsApp status or WhatsApp status? WhatsApp status, dude. Anyways, um, also do not forget to give the Spotify playlist that we've created, Solar FM, a follow. Oh right! Oh right! We've now doubled the amount of songs we have in the playlist. <laughs> From two to four. There you go. From two to four. We didn't even link that last time. Okay, I will do that this time for sure later because i'm looking at it and we have one follower how did they find it all right dude until the next time on spotify or something that would be very cool see you next week to all our listeners see you next week too goodbye